Okay, guys, today I am doing another Blueprint student interview where I bring one of my From Broke to Booked Blueprint students onto the podcast so you guys can hear the transformations that they are going through while implementing the Blueprint program. And I'm really excited to talk to Amber McCarty today. She is the photographer and owner of Amber Lorraine Photography, and she has been one of my longtime students. So I'm really excited that we get to do this. I'm going to let her introduce herself to you guys. Tell us a little bit, Amber, where you're from. Are you a mom? Are you a wife? Do you work? What does all that look like for you? And then we'll dive into your story. Okay, so I am originally from Texas. I'm very proud of it. Uh, But I am living in Missouri with my husband and our two kiddos on a little farm. I do work full time on top of doing photography. It's in the manufacturing world. I will not bore you guys with all of those details. (laughs) I first picked up a camera in like 2015 or 2016, kind of similar to you borrowed my mother-in-law's and just to take pictures of my kiddo. And then I got my own camera and people started asking me to take their photos and things just kind of spiraled from there. I really didn't start looking at it as something I wanted to do full time until probably about two years ago or so. I think I actually found your podcast before I found your Facebook group. I think I was searching for, you know, photography podcast one day and there you were and the from broke to booked was what caught my eye because I was like, I'm definitely broke and I definitely want to be booked. So I gave it a listen and I immediately fell in love with you and then I found your Facebook group and joined there and I hung out there for a long time before I dived into the blueprint because did you just start offering it last year? Yes. So we're just a little over a year old now. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched it for a while. I didn't jump in on the first and then it was this summer. I think in June is whenever I joined. I was getting so much from all of your free stuff that I finally was just like, okay, if this is what she's giving away for free, what does this girl have to offer that I need to pay her for? So if anything, I just need to support her for the fact that she is already like put so much into my business just from listening to the podcast and the little tips we get inside your Facebook group. Oh my gosh. That's like the sweetest thing ever. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's, that's amazing. So I love that you got to experience a little bit of all the things that I kind of put out into the world before you ever even made it to the paid program, because you really got to sit in it and have different perspectives and have different experiences. And I just think that's so awesome. And I also love that we can relate to borrowing our mother-in-law's camera. I mean, that's hilarious. I mean, I really don't even, when I think back to starting business, I don't really even remember starting the business. I, it just literally fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. And then people come out of the woodworks asking for things. And before you realize it, you have a photography business. And yeah. what I find the problem is, is a lot of us, we get into photography because we love it. Something that's fun. It's something that is really meaningful, but we don't ever think, Hey, I just signed up to be a CEO of a business, right? Like we don't right, yeah. it that way. It and just that started off as a hobby. <laughs> absolutely. And a lot of us get to take those hobbies and those side hustles and the passionate 
things that we're doing and turn them into full-fledged businesses, which is why the From Broke to Booked blueprint ever became a thing because I realized, wow, like I actually do have knowledge to give photographers and help them piece the chaos together and get that profitable and sustainable business. So before you joined the blueprint, just paint us a picture. What was your photography business like? What were you photographing? How often were you having paid sessions? Was your pricing different? Just kind of just give us like a big picture recap of where you were before you joined us. Yeah. So pretty much anything and everything that, you know, somebody would ask me to, that's what I would do. And I charged little to nothing. And which is why I first picked up a camera is because I couldn't afford to get photos done of my own kids all the time. And so I just went in with this, you know, like stigma of, oh, it doesn't cost that much to run a photography business, you know, like I don't need to charge that much. And it's just little side extra money for me anyway. So I had that mindset. But then the more I got into it, the more I realized like, wow, like it costs so much money to run a photography business. Like I am not making anything. I am spending money to take these people's photos. And sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. (laughs) Good. good. How many clients or how many sessions were you typically doing? Yeah. So pretty much the only time I was taking photos was in the fall. So in like October and November, I would always do fall and Christmas mini sessions. And I'd probably have, you know, four or five sets for each of those. And then on top of that, I'd probably do another four or five families. And that was really it. Like I wasn't, I tried doing like motherhood minis and Easter minis. And I was, I don't know why I was so stuck in the, well, I'll just do some minis and get it all knocked out at once. But I did that for say years, but really it was just like a year. And I really didn't have any game plan. I just, you know, was like, oh, well, I need to make some extra cash. I'll just throw this up on Facebook and see who bites was kind of how it was going. Yeah, which we've all been there. We all have. (laughs) We've all been struggling to get bookings. We've all just kind of had no game plan at one point in time. And we're just kind of throwing out an idea, throwing spaghetti at the wall. Let's see what sticks. Oh, that price sounds good. Like that Mm -hmm. sounds fair. I don't have confidence in what I'm doing. Like, let's just kind of, you know, piece this together. I think of like a fruit loop necklace it, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of strung together. Eventually we know it's going to fall apart. Like it's probably not very sturdy, but anyway, so I love that. And we've all been there. So when you first came across, whether this was my podcast or the blueprint program itself, when you joined the blueprint or when you really started to get the education in your business, what kind of game plan did you start to piece together? What were you hoping I could hold you accountable for, or at least lead the way for you to do? What was that goal in mind? So I'm going to go back before I answer that to you said, you know, like the lack of confidence. And that was really like the biggest holdback for me was that I was like, oh, I can't be a full-time photographer. That can't be my career because I'm not really a photographer. I don't know, like, how that gets stuck in our brains, but it seems like everyone struggles with this. And I remember sitting in my car, listening to your podcast and you were like, repeat after me, 
I am a photographer. And you were like, I want you to say it in your car or in your kitchen, wherever you are. And so I said that I was like, I am a photographer. And from that moment on, I really, truly like met that mantra. And I was like, no, I am a photographer. Brooke said so. (laughs) Yes. So that's kind of what started it all for me. And being like, no, like I do have talent. I can do this. And that's what kind of pushed it into, I'm going to take this full time somehow, some way. So through your podcast and your Facebook group collectively, I think my biggest takeaways were just showing up consistently and picking something and sticking with it. And like, you know, the one that you really want to do. So for me, that's families. My heart is in shooting families. So I really just started trying to gear more towards that and just showing up consistently and finally like showing my face in my stories and showing my face in my Instagram stories alone, like just, I can't even explain like how much more interaction I got from that. And you just don't realize how many people are actually going to interact with you and want to book with you based on just getting to see your face. So those were kind of the things that I took just from there. And whenever I finally decided to join the blueprint, I'm like, I'm like a penny pincher, pincher. So I, it's hard for me to let go of that money. And so that was my holdup with that. And so finally I was like, nope, you need to make this investment. Like God wants you to do this. And you're, this is where you're going to spend your money. So I did that and y'all like, I did that in June. I saw that investment back before the end of August. Like I immediately started implementing everything that I was learning. Like my favorite thing is that I can go back and watch these videos whenever and on my time. So I would just play the video and listen to it while I was at work. And then on my lunch break, I would either like whichever one I wanted to work on that day, I'd go back and re-listen to it, take good notes and then figure out my game plan of what I was going to do, like the homework takeaways and the questions. And just from doing the homework and listening over and over to these videos and just going in and implementing those items, like I just started booking all of the time and my work hadn't really changed. So I know that it wasn't my photography was bad and then it was good. It was No, it's always been, you know, good. It it keeps getting better, but it's the back end things that you don't think of and all of like, like, you know, setting up the Google My Business and having a website, going through your financials every week and looking at your numbers and setting goals. And then on our, our coaching call that Brooke does for all of her new students, I think in that, so that was probably in like July and we set a goal that by the end of September, I would be fully booked for the year. And like, we met that with two weeks to spare. And that was amazing. And I still like, I'm just like, how did I get here? I could be running like, I don't need my job at this point. If I'm just looking at fall, you know, I need to figure out how to be a full-time photographer in spring and summer as well. And so I've been hinting with my through Instagram and Facebook, like that I'm getting ready to release that and getting people excited. So I'm hopeful that for the first time ever, I have actual books for spring. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I'm glad that you kept talking. Otherwise I was going to be fighting tears back because 
when I started this program, like obviously with the podcast, you're listening to this. Others have listened to this faithfully. You guys know that my heart and my intention is to get you even just two steps further in your business. Like that's it. That's the whole reason I don't get paid to podcast. I don't get annoying sponsors to sponsor the podcast. Like it literally is just a dedication of my time. And to hear you explain how much you got just out of that, even before you got into the paid stuff, which I know took you further because we just heard you say that. It just, I mean, uh, I, I don't even know, like I just get speechless and I'm humbled all over again because it's hard for me to realize like, this isn't just like a flashy course I'm throwing out there and being like, thanks so much for your money. Like, good luck. It's no, I like you invested and you will see the return when you implement what I'm teaching. Like it works. And because I've heard it over and over and over again, like it just, it never fails. I just get those butterflies and those tears come to my eyes. And I'm so proud of you because you brought something else up about when we met, I remember meeting you in your office a few months ago and just asking you to like spill your heart out. Like, what do you want? What are your goals? What are we working toward? And it's just so incredibly cool to hear you say that all those goals that you set, you surpassed that. And I did see your stories yesterday or the day before you posted about teasing your calendar. And I'm like, whoa, that girl's ahead of me. Like, I don't even have 20, 2022 dates out. And she's over here, like already getting people excited about getting on her books. I just, I love this so much. Like this absolutely lights me up. One thing that you mentioned earlier was like the lack of confidence. Sometimes that's the first step. That's the first step is truly having someone to affirm you are a photographer. This is a legitimate business and you can take it to your wildest dreams and beyond. But it does take a lot of times it does take someone to tell us that because even when I first started my business, never did I think that I would sit here and have a full-time photography business. I was in college. I was getting my degree. I was getting ready to go work a nine to five. And I did for a little while. So it's just crazy that sometimes people can open that window, open that door of opportunity and you start thinking bigger and realize, no, this is like a legitimate profession and it's possible. And I love that you said, I don't necessarily have to have my job at this point, but I know where you are. Like there's also that season where you're waiting and you're going to start questioning, when am I actually ready to take the leap? When am I actually going to leave my safety net and my security? And the time will come for you. It will be a mixture of both peaceful decision, but also you'll still feel some type of a fear to to really make that leap. I remember it very well, but I'm just so proud of everything that you have done to this point. I was scrolling your Instagram the other day and I was like, look at this. Like her work is amazing. You can tell that she has a relationship with her clients and all of those things. So let's dive in just a little bit more. When you look at your photography business now, what are some of your favorite aspects of your business that you implemented that you didn't have before? Maybe with client communication or client journey, like what are some things that you implemented that you didn't have before? And maybe even a little on pricing. We know you raised your prices. We know you did because you told us you weren't making any money at the beginning of this conversation. So, uh, yes, yeah. I raised my prices and I'm probably going to do it again. Yeah. Um, So before I didn't really have a client experience, like you booked with me, I wrote your name down, told you where we'd shoot and met you, shot, and then 
gave you your photos and went on about our way. But now I have this whole client experience where we talk back and forth and figure out what you want. If I'm even a good fit for the client and then, then they get on my books and I send out a questionnaire so I can, you know, figure out a little bit about them. If I don't already know them, we talk about styling. I get an idea of what they want. I put together a styling board for them. I have a client closet now. Then, you know, like I follow up with them again and make sure that everybody's outfits are ready. We go through the options of locations and, you know, do all of these things that I just didn't do before. And I've even had like clients that new and old that have been like, wow, like this is a whole thing. You know, I love this. It's not just, hey, I'm going to show up and get my pictures taken. They're like, this is amazing. So that has probably been like the best thing where you don't even think about it before when you're just kind of like throwing this out and getting it together. (laughs) The other aspect is finances. I never looked at those ever. I didn't write down what my expenses were, what I was bringing in none of that. And now I do. And it's just, it's really cool to see that, wow, I am actually (laughs) making money doing this and being able to like, not only pay bills, but like set some aside to save so that I can one day, you know, leave my safety net. So those have been probably the two biggest things for me, but it's all of the, I'm trying not to let too much out for what's in the blueprint, but it's just all of the little things that you just don't think about that make such a huge impact in your business. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what would you say to someone that's in a similar position as you that maybe has been hanging around here for a while? Maybe they're a Facebook group member. Maybe they've even DM'd me a time or two. And they've looked at the blueprint several times. What is something that you would tell them to help them make the decision that it is the right place for them? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a few different components. So one, just do it. Like if it's (laughs) on your heart, (laughs) if it's on your heart, God's probably placed it there. And he's like, this is where I want you to be. This is who's going to teach you the things that you need to know to be successful. So that's one Two, like, Brooke doesn't just give you this lesson plan and then leave you. It's like, she's there daily with us. She does a coaching thread weekly. I feel like we get a new lesson weekly. I know that right now you're redoing that, but even before you started redoing the blueprint, we were getting a lesson every two weeks, if not weekly, you were popping in for a live and even if Brooke's not available, the community that she's built, like you can, you post something in there and it's a safe space and Brooke will shut it down if anybody's going to be negative towards you. (laughs) So that, and then the third thing I would say is that it's not a get rich quick overnight thing either. Like you have to put in the work, watch the videos, do the homework, implement them. You can't just buy it and then it's going to magically make you transform. Like you have to be willing to put in the work too. And if you're not willing to put in the work and the hours, then it's probably not the program for you. Yes. Okay. So I agree with everything that you said. And again, thank you for your support of the program, for your kind words about me, but also 
Those of you that are succeeding are truly the ones that are active. You're asking questions, you're implementing, you are really taking the time, not just to press play and walk away and just continue on as usual. You are also making the time to do the homework. And that's why when we have re-recorded all of these, we've made sure to give you action steps. So you know exactly, okay, what do I do with this information? And I think that's a really big point, but that is the sole difference from everyone who has signed up for the program. And I even surveyed you guys a couple months ago and I asked uh, for some feedback. One of the questions I asked was, when did you see your return on investment? right? And for those that have not seen a return on investment, why? And I gave a couple of options. The one difference is that half the people, when I wouldn't even say half, I would say probably a very small percentage, 20% or less said life's busy. I just never really started, or I never really took the time to do it. We even have people who purchased it back a year ago who are going through it live with us now. And they're like, I can't believe I set out a year and didn't touch this program. But now like this was better timing for me. And then everyone else, 80% of the people said, I saw it anywhere from 30 days to four months later because we implemented what you taught. And that's the sole thing. So just like Amber said, you have to be willing to work on it. You have to be willing to not just listen to the program and just be a sitting duck. You have to be someone that is dedicated, that wants the accountability, wants the coaching and the blueprint, right? The whole roadmap, A to Z, how do I do this thing? And a community that's going to support you, but you have to be an action taker. And if you're not an action taker, I don't even want you in the program. But if you are and you are like an Amber, then get your butt in there. We want you. We really do. Like we get so excited. We do welcome posts with the new members. We do a new student group call. So I will meet you face-to-face through Zoom. I call face-to-face virtually, face-to-face, I guess. Uh, I'll meet you through Zoom and we will even let you ask some coaching questions straight away. And that way you are getting what you are investing in. So, okay, Amber, where can people find you on social media, maybe even DM you if they're like, Hey, I really resonated with your story. I've got some more questions for you. If you don't mind, I'd love for you to point us in the direction of where they can chat with you. Yeah. Come find me on Instagram. It's at Amber Lorraine photos. Lorraine is L O R I N E just one R. You can find me and my stories a lot, funny stories about my kids. And I have a cow that continually gets out running Georgia. So there's the Georgia saga. If you know, (laughs) you know. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, Amber, thank you so much for being transparent and talking about your story. And just know I'm so proud of everything that you have done. You really have had transformations in your business. And I'm ready for the next one, which eventually is to leave your full-time job when and if you decide that's the best move for you and going full-time in your business. That's going to be so exciting. So cheering you on and um, I'll see you inside the Blueprint program. All right.